So, here's a question. Some of y'all out there I know, um, like me, have worked in a lot of white spaces, right? So would some of you be considered a sellout to, for working in white space? For working in places that don't agree with who you are politically? For places that where you sit in the room with racists and try to get some deals done? I know I sit in the room with racists pretty much all the time. Let's begin. Blank paper and pen. Stories to tell. Battles to win. Deep breath and count to ten. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. What up, y'all? What up? This is Leroy Barber with Sit Up Podcast. Me and producer uh, Andrew Morgan sitting here. And uh, we thought uh, it would be a good day uh, to uh, jump on and uh, to get caught up. It's always a good time to to talk about the NFL, especially when I'm with you. The Cowboys are making so many great moves in the offseason, you know, with Dak and, and Elliot and other things. But even bigger things are going on. Uh, yeah. Bigger than the Could you imagine something uh, bigger than the uh, Cowboys uh, are going on? Yeah, that, 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 well, maybe <laughs> something bigger than the Cowboys. So just live from the man cave, right? Yes. And, uh, I, you know... <laughs> Man, this dude is cool, but, you know, he got to come and sit in the man cave. And uh, every time he comes in, you know, I'm just like wondering, you know, he, he's got to sit beneath the star. Y'all see the, yes. y'all see the, the star right there, right? So, um, so yeah, we there is a lot happening. Uh, and we wanted to jump on today uh, and get folks on and uh, get caught up a little bit. The NFL season is underway preseason's happening and uh the season will kick off in a couple weeks uh and this week particularly uh is is a little bit of a hodgepodge of, of crazy week right like so here's what's going down right today right now as we speak uh there are protests happening around the country around gun violence right uh and we uh our hearts and our prayers are with our folks uh, in El Paso uh, today where there's some memorial services going on with yeah. our folks in Ohio, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are protests all over the country happening around uh, gun violence and gun laws and, and what we need to do about that in this country. We, uh, as a country, as uh, no secret, uh, guns kill more people in this country than anywhere else in the world. And yes. we only represent about what? 5% of the population of the world at most. Uh, and so that's pretty intriguing uh, to talk about. But we wanted to, before we jump into NFL stuff, uh, I listened to an interview today of this dude uh, from Miami who leads the Proud Boys, a Cuban brother who leads this all-male hate group, determined a hate group, Right. Uh, already noted, listed as one of the hate groups in the United States. You can go and check and you will find the Proud Boys there. This hate group, this brother from Miami who lives in Miami, comes to Portland today to organize a protest in Portland uh, because I think he thinks Portland bro, is like a place where they can they can get yeah. some violence going. 
And so he's here and they're stirring up violence in our city. Um, and, I, you know, this, this guy's clueless to me. And he's trying to stir up violence in our city where there could be peaceful protests. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just put something out this morning, man. Just say, hey, PDX, don't fall prey to an all-male hate group uh, yeah. that, uh, uh, that, that is not going to help our city, uh, but bring it in as if they are coming here to support and to help something. They're coming here to stir up violence. And we 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 can't let that happen. I just yeah. feel like I, we needed to we need to yeah. we need to speak out about that. Today. I, yeah, you can't be silent about these things. It doesn't matter, you know, who you are. If you got the platform, even if it's just Facebook Live or something, right? You got to speak out on this because it does come back to me when it, the statement I like to make that hate can't drive out hate. Right. Like you right. can't. You absolutely can't come with ignorance and nonsense to come against ignorance and nonsense. Man. It, and, it, that interview, I was listening to it. This guy, yeah. he, I mean, uh, it just drove me mad. Like, and then I had to, I had to say something about it um, because we can't let groups like this dictate what yeah. we're trying to do peacefully, right? Yeah. Because if something kicks off, guess who they're going to blame? Yeah. They ain't going to yeah. blame that hate group, right? Yeah. They're going to blame any well, people of color who <laughs> assimilated, right, yeah. to in support of, of changing gun laws. They're going to get blamed. And I think that's the call that we have in this day and age to do our research a little bit better because there are a lot of things that on the surface look one way, right? but right. it's not. Right. You right. have right. to be careful of smoking mirrors. You know, right. you got to be careful who they put out there on display, which actually kind of goes into our NFL topic a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> bro. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so first of all, yeah, people ask, like, why... Why does the Sit Up podcast link so much to sports, right? Yeah. Um, here's my philosophy around this. That sports, right, uh, and the billions and billions of dollars that are produced from sports all over the world, right, sports exploit the narrative of the poor, right? Yeah. Like, no judgment, right? Like, but sports does exploit the narrative of the poor and injustice around the world, right? Yeah. It is a way out for so many people and has been a way out for so many people. So little kids gathering to play baseball, to play football, to play basketball, to play soccer, right? Uh, to play tennis, to play golf. Um, poor kids are doing that as this could be a way to help my family and a way out. Right. And nobody exploits that better than the sports industry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they put together... I mean, when you think about the amount of baseball, we both love baseball. Mm -hmm. But when we think about how many people come from poor third world countries, right. you know, and that's their only way out. The but Dominican, the, yeah, Cuba, right? The like, way that they have on, to man. get into the league. Right. It's, it, the stories are celebrated. Like uh, Yasiel Puig having to, you know, be smuggled through Mexico. This has been highlighted on ESPN. They're not even hiding it anymore. Right. It's... Right. It's almost they're pounding their chest saying, look, right. we're taking in the poor and the huddled masses right, 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 to right. entertain us. You which, know? which which makes the whole immigration thing yes. that we're in the middle of right now even more of a joke. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. that because if you if you can play baseball, we'll get you here. Right? Yeah. And whether you document it or not. Right. Yeah. Uh, so um, so sports and its exploitation of the poor. Right. Uh, through story, right? And great stories have happened around this. And again, I'm not, we're not saying that out as a judgment, but saying that out as there is a tie-in between injustice and the poor 
and sports around the world. Yeah. And we try to make those connections in this sit up podcast. Right. And so, um, and also there is an active struggle for justice. Yeah. Right. We can't like, there is in this country and around the world an active struggle for justice. If you're poor, if you're queer, if you're a woman in this country, if you're Jewish, like what, like any of those others, there's there is a struggle for justice. Yes. Right. Yeah. And we're in the middle of that, and so that leads into this conversation around Jay Z. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and Jay Z. In the NFL this week, uh, and him striking a deal with the NFL uh, to help the NFL do uh, social justice better, right? Now, uh, that deal has spurred on tons of conversations around Jay-Z and the NFL and Kaepernick, right? It brings the Kaepernick deal right back in the, yeah. in the conversation, right? And for those of y'all who know, I was knee-deep and am deep in the Kaepernick conversation um, since it happened two, three years ago. And uh, I spent time for a whole year outside of NFL stadiums, gathering people, kneeling uh, with Cap, uh, and inspired by Cap's story, inspired by him not getting a job to get active in this, in this, in this space. And it has it is literally changed a yeah. lot in my life. Uh, and so uh, that is coming back around again. But Jay-Z, right? That that puts something yeah. else in the water, right? So what do we know? So the the, the things that we know for certain is that he's going to produce and, ha- you know, the halftime shows, he's going to provide music, uh, entertainment, such as soundtracks mm-hmm. and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. Those things we know for sure. Right. That's right, the right, things right. that have been laid out and where it's clear Rock Nation's on it, right? Right. He's doing what he does best right. there, and he can give a definite answer. We know that they want him to do work surrounding social justice. Right. We right. don't know what work. Right. How right. that's going right. to work out, there's been no details whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We do know of a rumor mm-hmm. that he will also get some NFL team to give him a, a vested interest. Right. So he'll become a part owner, a minority owner in some team. Uh-huh. Potentially, maybe. We don't right. know. Right. But that's right. all, right. that's what everyone's really speculating that's going on behind the scenes that he brought himself into the system. Mm-hmm. 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 So mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. really know those two major parts. Mm-hmm. And those are the mm-hmm. two parts mm-hmm. that that really affect us the most in our community for those who want to support Jay-Z. Right, right. You know, right, even right. if you're not a rap fan, you want minority owner, like you want a black man owning an NFL team. Right, right, even right, if it's right. part owner, you want this. You want someone doing work around social justice with the NFL who has, still possesses a large amount of power. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. the two things that we, we definitely need out of his partnership with him are very unsure. We do know 100% He's going to dance and sing, and, and <laughs> right, that, right, right. those things will be readily available. Well, that comes with the package, yes, right? Yes. So, uh, what's up to y'all folks that have joined in? Um, this is also, you know, the Sit Up Podcast is open forum. So, uh, pop your questions up there, throw into the conversation uh, that we're having this morning, uh, this afternoon, uh, now here. Uh, you know, we're out in PDX, so for those of y'all on the, on the <laughs> East Coast. Um so here's the thing. Here, here, here's a couple of things I, I like to, I like to put out there. One, right? 
the re like and what's come up this week, Jay Z. Jay Z's a capitalist, right? Yeah. Uh, and likes to make money and will make money. Yes. Right? And knows how to make money. So we know that about Jay Z, right? Now, what does that have to do with this conversation? I don't know because I don't know very many people that are hating on Jay Z for making money, right? It's the number one no, thing we admire. Who, who, about nobody's going to hate on Jay Z for making money, right? Um, and so, uh, uh, but we know that about Jay-Z. What we can we can say pretty sure is that Jay-Z's making some money out of this deal. No hate, no judgment again, but you cannot ignore the fact that when people have questions about that, we've got to be able to kind of have conversations around that question, right? Jay-Z's making money. He always makes money. Nobody's hating on that. Or I don't know very many people who hate right. that. The second thing is if you spent any time in in this space uh, around the NFL again, like like we you know we went around for a year, right? Yeah, kneeling, um, and tons of people joined in at that. The question I get asked over and over again is, "What's next?" Yeah, right. Like right as the NFL season is starting, I got people who write me and say, "I still am not watching. What's next?" Yeah. Right, literally in my feeds. Right, so that's a question I have, and I think that's a question that Jay Z said. Hey, the protest is one thing, but we got to have a next step. So, right. so those are two things that I think need to be weighed out here. Right, like, is it okay that Jay Z's making money? If you ask me, yes. Right. Right. right? Do we need a next step? If you ask me, yes. What's the problem with Jay Z? That's the issue is, is he the man to champion the next call, the next mm -hmm, step? Mm -hmm. Because we know his, his main concern is getting money. Mm -hmm, and often mm -hmm. when if someone's main concern is getting money, they you feel like they're going to sell out the calls. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think that's already what people have already done without even hearing what his steps will be. Jamel Hill wrote an article about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm, uh, Eric mm -hmm. Reed has come out and said it. Mm -hmm. People, uh, Kaepernick's girlfriend has even mm -hmm, alluded mm -hmm, to it. So mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. are saying he sold out Kaepernick and he's selling out the calls. To get money. But, bruh, come on. Like, that's Jay-Z, man. Like, he turned down, like, performing at the Super Bowl during the protest year. Right. Right? So, I, I, I guess when you call a black man a sellout, like, yeah. that's a giant statement. Somebody who's gone through the struggle. Yeah. Right? Like, like people who were poor, who were broken, like whose families were certain ways, who find their way up out of that through education or through entertainment or through what, whatever ways they make their way out of that. How, like, how, how can we call any of those kinds of folks sellout? Now, I know right. there are some, right? You got your Ben Carson. But how, yeah. but yeah, like, uh, yeah, okay. All right, I'll give you that. Ben Carson is a sellout, <laughs> right? Uh, 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 Justice Thomas is a sellout. All right, I will give you that, okay. all right? But how do we put Jay-Z in the same category as Ben Carson and Clarence Thomas? I don't think you do. I think this statement is he sold out Cap's calls or he's selling out the calls. But I don't think that it's fair to say that he's an actual sellout. Like to say that that's, you know what I'm saying? Because he's still doing has done and is doing things for the black community mm -hmm. and i think 
a lot of people my age who grew up and idolized Jay-Z were waiting because we we actually trusted he's going to do something. Right, 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 right. But there's this other side of me that's like, and if he doesn't, I'm not surprised because he's a capitalist. Right, right, right. You know, so it's sort of like, you know, I I get it. It's a chance to take. Uh If uh he does uh do something, it's going to be monumental. It's going to be big. Because he does wield that kind of power, he has that kind of money now. Right, right, right. Well, look, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, label this man as a seller. Yeah. I would hope he's being strategic. Hey, Matt, we see, we see your quote, your, your convo about you hope he's a plan to, to accomplish something. We all hoping that, right? Like, again, we are in the middle of a struggle for justice. Like, that's our bottom line. Right. Like we are in the midst of a struggle for justice, whether you're a person of color, you're queer, you're woman, you're Jewish, like like we're in this thing. Yeah. Right. And there's a there's a flood politically in the White House coming against us. Right. We know that right now. That's where we sit. And so when somebody like Jay-Z takes on and goes, hey, I'm a partner with the NFL, even though I know Jay-Z likes money and will make money. I will, I'm hoping that this is the same person, right? Yeah. Uh, who wrote who 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 wrote the black album, right? Yeah. Who produced the black album, right? Like matter of fact, oh, you know, hold, hold. <laughs> I, I think mean, so. I think that that you got a point. You you know, I, you, you know, I don't know. Some of y'all just like me, right? You got your Jay Z black album, right? Like this dude is not a sellout. Is he a sellout? Come on, I need to put this up. Just for our, uh, just for folks to see today, this is what we're talking about, right? Uh, uh, how I, I don't know, and and again, I'm I'm not gonna give him all the benefit, like because I know he right. makes money, right? So I'm gonna ask some questions. What okay. questions do you have for Jay Z? Yeah, right. What would you uh, for our folks listening in? What questions do you have for Jay Z? Right as he moves into this into this space, right? Nobody else, who, who else is going to, seriously, yeah. who else is going to even give some opportunity to have a partnership with the NFL? He, he probably, what other black person can do that? He probably is 100, like outside of a Barack Obama, you know, like he probably right. is it, you know, like exactly it. right. In celebrity culture, business, it might be a few people out there, but they roll in silence. We don't really know who they are. They're NFL's not a part- entertainment. Yeah, bro, right? yeah. So when it comes to celebrity culture, he is probably the only one that is a trusted face, and that comes with—I mean, all the way from top to bottom, his wife, everything. You get this whole right. package deal, right? And yeah, I, I mean, he's a trusted person, right. mentally stable for what we see, right? You know, unlike you know, like what we see, kind of like with a Kanye West partnership mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in celebrity mm-hmm. culture with with politics. It's an untrusted thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, with, with Jay-Z, it seems like there has to be a strategy. And I think I keep coming back to the hope that he's doing what we've always heard him say with, you know, like hustlers move in silence. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. he can't lay out the full plan right, on what he's going right, to do right, like because like the, the opposition he would come up against. Right, right, so right. you can't say, hey, we're going to do this, this, and this uh-huh, uh-huh, because it wouldn't uh-huh. be effective, as right. effective. So that's that's the hope. Right, right. So. So here, here, here's another question, um, uh, man. I, I see your question. Does he see this as an opportunity to bridge the gap? Right. I, I would say I would answer that question 
Uh, does JC see this as an opportunity to bridge the gap? I think yes, but he's got to make some money. Yeah, I am not going to. I am not going to pretend that that's not on Jay Z's agenda. So I, I wanna, it's always been. But I do, and I got no problem with. It. I want to cha- not challenge the question, but I do want to say this about that. Why does it have to be for the target audience who needs this message? It seems like this should be more or less on Clint Black or some country singer opposed to Jay-Z to step up and say, I'm bringing the conversation beyond the nil. It, you know, we already know. The target no. Jay-Z audience, we already know. No. So that challenges me to think this Jay-Z move is only for the sole purpose of bringing black faces back to the stadium. Because those black dollars must went further than the NFL thought. See, so now that's legit, right? Yeah. So what's the NFL's motivation for this? Yeah. Does the NFL care about you and about like social justice? Do they care about like making this uh, using their their influence to uh, to help things get better in the world? Right. Like, mm, mm, <laughs> that's where that's where that's where a lot of lot of lot of this this comes in. Uh, and I, I'm not I'm not I'm not completely sure how to answer that. Um, besides we're just trying to, we're just trying to see how do we make inroads into a beast like the NFL, right? Yeah. Now here's what I would, here's what I would say. So, um, a lot of people are saying like, uh, uh, that Jay-Z is the NFL's black mistress, right? Like, like, <laughs> like he's there, he, you know, he's their face, their black face or whatever. They're using these marriage analogies, right? Well, here will be my question for Jay-Z. Jay-Z, what could the NFL do to make you leave? Right? Yeah. Right? So it's like if you ask a person about to be married, I've done a lot of marriage counseling. Yeah. Right? The number what like one of the big things that people <laughs> go, if this person cheats on me, I'm out. Right? Yeah. Like, now there's some there's I, some problems with that. I but, think I know the answer to, to that. Right, if, right? So yeah. what is Jay-Z's bottom line? If they don't pay him, he'll leave. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That is, they can make him look any kind of way. Right, right. And he's going to spin it. Uh-huh, 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 he, uh-huh. You know, he, he's good enough in his community to where he could go back to nothing and be okay with it. You know, like to right, some extent. Right, 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 right He has right. a core audience that, you know, that he's good with. Uh-huh, but uh-huh, uh-huh. the you know, the NFL can't take away title. They can't take away some of the things that he's accomplished already. It's a matter of if this becomes less lucrative. For uh-huh, him than he uh-huh, thought it uh-huh, would be. Uh-huh. Okay, so it, we know one thing. Yeah. If Jay Z don't get paid, that's, he's out. He's out. Right? That's, that, yeah. So that. So what's another thing? What y'all y'all out there listening? What do y'all think would make Jay Z go? I'm out. We already got the money. Y'all see my black album sitting up here. And I look. I didn't plan to come with this being a Jay Z apologist. Like I'm not. Uh, that's that's not my point. I don't like it when somebody calls a black man a sellout who made their way up the way Jay-Z has, right? So, I mean, that's that's harsh language. Uh, for, in the hood, those fighting words, right? You call me a sellout? Like, seriously? Um, so, so so that I, I I just I just that just doesn't hit me well. Now, here's here here here's a here's another question. Jay-Z said. If he would have only, if he would have only looked to work with people who saw things the way he did politically, he would still be broke. Yeah, yeah, right. 
So, here's the question. Some of y'all out there I know, um, like me, have worked in a lot of white spaces, right? So would some of you be considered a sellout for working in white space? For working in places that don't agree with who you are politically? For places that where you sit in the room with racists and try to get some deals done? I know I sit in the room with racists pretty much all the time <laughs> to try to get something done. So if Jay-Z's a sellout, there's a whole lot of sellouts. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, what does that what does that bring up for us as as leaders of color, as black leaders in this country, man? What's your, yeah. what, what's your thought? I, well, you know, we live this, man. Like literally where we live, coming from where we come from. I come from the home of Black Wall Street and I moved to the whitest place in the world. You mm -hmm. came from Atlanta. You know, <laughs> right. so it's like, you know, when you come from a place with culture and history and you say, I'm moving somewhere else because, you know, you're going to make a, you've got to make moves in other areas. Some people may view that as selling out or whatnot. You just got to follow your dream and you, I think it comes back to you being you. Mm -hmm. Like, you mm -hmm. knowing mm -hmm. what your agenda mm -hmm. is, you knowing what mm -hmm. you got to mm -hmm. do. This is a, and somebody's got to be the front line. Somebody's got to go into those spaces that are uncomfortable, that are all white spaces or whatever, right, and change right, the right. narrative. Right. But if you're if you're going in just to be a clone or just to right. adapt right, right. to or assimilate to those places, it's it's kind of a dangerous. It's a slippery slope. Then it's about your intent, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, like mm -hmm, it's your mm -hmm, to me. Mm -hmm, that's what I see it as. It's uh -huh. your intent. Mm -hmm, are you mm -hmm. going there? People argue Stephen A. Smith a lot. Because they feel yeah. like he's assimilated to like the way of ESPN, <laughs> like he's a right, he's right, a, a right, company right, boy, right, you know, right. kind of thing or man, right, um, right, right. And a and he loses a piece of who he is. Uh huh. But uh -huh, he argues uh -huh. it as no, I came up, and my whole mission growing up was to come up, uh -huh, and this uh -huh. is my come up. Ain't nobody gonna mess it up for right, me. Right, right. I don't right. care about no agenda. This is all I ever wanted uh -huh. to do. Is he a sellout for that? Right, right. He's accomplishing what he set out to do. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Not everybody wants to lead. A cause. Not right. everyone wants to be a voice for African Americans. No, not everyone wants to be considered a person of color. Mm -hmm. Some people just want to achieve a certain level of success that they feel that they've set out to achieve. You know, as a child, no matter what it looks like. So, what does that mean? Is that are they sellouts? You know, to me, I, I would have. You know, it's really weird, and this is hypocritical of me because I got to go back now. And re if I make this statement, I have to retract and say, then Ben Carson's not a sellout. No! <laughs> I, have <to> <laughs> <laughs> I have to be real. Hey, bro, <laughs> this might be fair or not. I don't know. Ben Carson is a sellout, in my opinion. But Sorry. I, that's if, just, if you said... I, 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 <laughs> but, you know, if, if if I don't know what that man's intent is. If he's never wanted to be anything that uplifts his people, he's reached his, his goal... You know, he didn't sell anything out. That dude didn't need. That dude didn't need to. He didn't need to be on the. He already had money, man. I understand. <laughs> oh, shoot! <Okay>. So <laughs> that was a horrible example. It's not all going to be good stuff. Like I'm not right, right, right. So, 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 so. Here, so the questions that are floating out there today: um, uh, Is Jay Z a sellout? Is Jay-Z in, in it for the money? If Jay-Z's a sellout, how many of 
How many people of color, black folks working in white spaces that sit in rooms with racists are also sellouts, if you are, right? Like, like those are all questions that are out there. Yeah. Well, do you intentionally, and someone said this on the Sit Up podcast, like one of the first or second episodes, someone kind of made the statement to the point of, well, am I colluding with white supremacy intentionally? Like, I think that's what makes you, like, if you have a, con- if you consciously go into a situation and say, this is going to be harmful to black and brown people, mm-hmm. yet I'm still going to do it, that, you can't, I can't, yeah, you are selling out your people for your own personal gain. Mm, and wow, you can't, yeah. you can't, True. you know, and, and and I get, so you take a Jay-Z and if it's a strategy here and he's saying, yeah, this is going to look like, it's going to be the shadow of death. Like, it's going to look like I'm selling out mm-hmm, some mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. but in the long run, I'm really going to help save a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. Then go for it. Do your thing. Mm-hmm, you know, like that, mm-hmm, I, you, yeah, you can't be, that's why it's too early to call this man that. Now, if the story's written years down the line, that he knew that this was going to be harmful to black and brown people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then yeah, you, you got to call it out for what it is. So what about... Um... What about Eric Reed? Now, Eric Reed, yeah, <laughs> is an NFL player. Yeah, right. Eric Reed knelt was a teammate of Kaepernick, knelt with Kaepernick the whole time. Yeah, right. Uh, got a little bit blackballed. Right, white bald is what I like to call it. White bald. There you go. <laughs> Y'all hear that? White bald. Yeah, because that's actually what it is. Um, and uh, and. And then signed with a team, yeah. right? But Eric Reed, who still kneels, right? Who still does it, right? Um, uh, said, Jay-Z's done this for the money. He's sold. Yeah. What if you're Eric Reed? Well, it's highly hypocritical. I'm not going to lie. It's highly hypocritical considering he got the opportunity to sign one because he's a safety. He's not a quarterback. So if he had been a quarterback, he would be unemployed just like Cap. You think so? I think that plays a, a huge part in this narrative. Like, the, if if a team has success and it's someone and it's a black quarterback who is coming up against the system, that's a double no-no. Mm-hmm. So I think you, you're even more faceless on the defensive side in the backfield. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he was able to get signed. And I think that it's highly hypocritical. A lot of people last year said, is he selling them out? It took a... It took a tweet from Kaepernick to say, uh-huh, uh-huh, you never uh-huh. sold me out. You've always had my back. Right. This right, has always right, been right. about employment. Congratulations. Right. Right, right, but right. without that statement, the first knee-jerk reaction was, oh, Eric Reed sold Cap out. So for him to jump to the same conclusion, to me, feels hypocritical. So, 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 Eric Reed, um, you know, has a job. Yeah. He's in NFL. He's a good friend of Cap. Right? Yeah. Jamil Hill, right? Yeah. Who was outspoken while during the kneel down year. Mm-hmm. Those Lo- two years, cost her a job. And she yeah. lost her job at ESPN. Here's her point. She said, look, Cap is still not working. Right. That's her. She like, he still doesn't have a job. And Stephen A., who is more conservative on his issue, says the same thing. Cap definitely should have at least a backup job in NFL. Nathan he Peterman still has doesn't a job. Have a, yeah. Right. He still doesn't have a job. So even with all this going on and the NFL saying, hey, we are, 
Like, we want to do this thing with Jay-Z. We want to put eight, they put $89 million behind and some good stuff. Like they've been, they've been a part of uh, repealing in Florida, right? So now in Florida, right, like there are people who've gotten their voter rights back, right? Right. Who have been in prison, right? The NFL like put money behind that legislation so that they could go through in Florida, right? So not saying that nothing hasn't happened from this money, right? Even with all of that, is there a point still being made because Kaepernick doesn't have a job? Is there still a bottom line of, yep, we're going to move on the way we want to move on yeah. and how we want to move on, and we're going to do it our way. Yeah. Kaepernick, like, you're still not going to work here. Yeah. Right? Is that still the major statement? This is what Jamel Hill is saying. I, I agree with her in the sense that the job that they, that Jay-Z, that we're in my, like the thing that we're being hopeful about but we're very anxious about, should actually be Cap's job. Now, we don't know if it was offered to him, mm -hmm. but if you're going to do a work around social justice, that's the man you should have hired to do it. Mm. Not the mm. rapper, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not the mm -hmm. entertainer, not the mogul, business mm -hmm. mogul, mm -hmm. who, you know what I'm saying, like, you, the man who's sacrificed, that's who you put in that position. The man mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying, you gave him a deal to be quiet or for whatever, you know, all the different ins and outs. Give him a job or either on the field or give him a job doing those type of things. At least, or let us know that that, that was something that was offered and he chose not to do it. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, that's what mm -hmm, I would prefer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, good point. Matt just said, uh, hey, the Eagles just signed McCown out of retirement. That's because they're the Eagles. But that's, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other conversation. They already, yeah. Uh, that is a bad uh, You know, <laughs> and like, like, look, the quarterback conversation that's not a conversation, is it? Yeah. Come on. Ryan Fitzpatrick still has a job in the NFL. Come on, man. He might be a starter for the Dolphins. Nathan, Get out of here. Nathan, like, that's not a conversation. <laughs> yeah, because Nathan Peterman threw five interceptions in the first half last year, <laughs> and the Raiders are giving him a shot. And Gruden has to defend it. He's like, I like what I see. Right, right, but it's right, like, right. I, I think that that's, you know, it's a matter of you can't deny the fact that the league came together and said, nope. Not going to do it. Not going to let you in. And, and I think that, that that speaks to a bigger narrative that, that does not need to be ignored any further. There needs to be, and, and now that there's a settlement, now, yeah. there's no, they'll, we'll never right. see that. But so it, to be fair, there is a settlement. Cap settled with the NFL. Yeah. They came together. So to be fair in that, we don't know if that, if in that part of that was, hey, you probably won't work in the NFL. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We don't, nobody knows what that, what that yeah. was about. Although he's saying he's ready. So here's 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 another point. So about process, and we talked about this, right? Like, and Jay Z said this too. The kneel down was one thing, right? Yeah. That was Cap saying, "Hey, there's injustice in this country. There is an active struggle for justice." Right. We know that. Hopefully, most of you on listening uh, agree with that. We are in the middle of an struggle for justice. People of color, queer community, women, Jewish folks, like, there's an active struggle for it, right? Cap, out of that active struggle, said, I'm kneeling. Yeah. Right? Uh, or I'm sitting, then I'm kneeling, right? Yeah. That got all kinds of all kinds of stuff thrown his way. People joining it like us, right? We yeah. going out here around the, around the country, kneeling outside the stadiums, bringing, you know, all this stuff, like, like, Folks got behind that, right? So the activist actually did his job, right? Right? Um, the, acti the activist did his job. 
oh, we just lost connection. How did that happen? The activist uh, did his job. And when the activist did his job, right, um, that, that then brought a, uh, the next phase. Is the next phase Jay-Z? Yeah, and I, I don't think that it, to me, I feel like you bring in an activist to be the next phase. Like, you bring in someone who has already done some of these things, or you bring in a, a certain level of advisor uh, that has facilitated social justice change in different ways. Um, just because I feel like what we've already talked about, the idea that Jay-Z is going to just take it to, I mean, we don't, we don't know if we can trust him to take it to the level of, well, can he be effective in change? Or will he just be a businessman? We love and admire that he's a businessman and he's a good one. But what does that mean for this total, for this actual issue? Like, we want to make sure body cams stay on. Right, we want right, to make sure right, that right, police right. training changes. Like, these are things that have to happen. Right, like, we right, need right, right, right. real social justice change around policing. So that means the next level to me is when you start to recruit someone like Portland's police chief, you know, or someone, not that I know the intimate detail of how she does things, but what I'm saying is someone who's tied into the police community right, 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 right. who also knows the struggle of their community as well. So you start bringing in black faces that can make differences in communities, individual communities, and you start bringing in even white faces that can make differences in communities that are influencers. Mm -hmm. So, it, it well, go, go ahead. No, no, yeah. I, I, I think that makes sense. So, so to some degree, this this process is is part of part of the deal. Maybe, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. not not completely sure, but I know when uh, I'm a starter. I'm a starter personality. And there are there are things that where it's time for me to be in, and then there's time for me to roll. Right. Right. And so when it's time for me to roll, and the next person come in, that's 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 part that's part of the deal. And and that could be that could be something we're in the middle of. Yeah. What what is the next step then? Well, hey, uh, I, I'm gonna tell you, we are we are looking at some stuff for this fall um, to take some that next steps and whatever those next steps need to be have to do with conversations have to do with community uh have to do with folks uh folks talking to one another so we are going to um look you'll see within the next week uh, yeah you're going to start to see some stuff roll out from the sit up podcast and from work we did uh through uh, nfl kneel down uh and and do some next steps in this thing so um that's where that's where we're gonna head. That's where we're gonna head out of this thing. So, our um, you know, if you're listening on the Sit Up podcast, you know, just through the way you normally listen to the podcast, most of this recorded live. If you yeah. can hear us now on the live feed, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but uh, if you can hear us, know that you'll get a chance to hear everything that may have blanked out. Yeah, uh, on the full podcast, which. It's gonna be coming back next month, full, you know, like full episodes. Got a, yeah. We're gonna yep, change yep, up yep. the format just a little bit, but yeah, we're still gonna yeah, bring yeah. you everything that Sit Up stands for. Right, right, right. So, we're excited about that, man. And the Sit Up podcast is just gonna keep going and keep doing its thing. And so, 
We want you guys to keep listening. You know, today was such a hot button topic. Yeah, we really real, just man. stayed with that. But we will. We're yeah. actually going to come back and give you an actual NFL kind of preview to talk a little bit more in the future about uh, some of the actual sports yeah. aspects yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even get into like the the fact that Kenny Stills is fighting down in Miami <laughs> against his owner who's who's throwing Trump rallies. Right. You right. Know? Right. So right. There's a right. lot more around. You know, just even Kareem Hunt. You know, getting a, you know, get uh, Tyreek Hill not being suspended for his alleged child abuse charges right, right, that would right, were dropped, right, but right, still, right. so it's a lot of uh, of of social justice and other issues, polarizing issues around the NFL that we definitely we're gonna talk about it. Well, we thank y'all for your time today. Uh, this is the Sit Up Podcast. Uh, I'm Leroy Barber. This is our producer Andrew Morgan, uh, and the fall is going to be hot. Let's begin. On your market set, ready. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Deep breath and count to ten. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Deep breath and count to ten. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin.